listening to a podcast of Elam Lutheran Church in Osakis, Minnesota. Our passion is to be an oasis of life-giving water where lost and wandering souls can find eternal refreshment. For more information and to find out more about our ministries, please visit osakiselamchurch.com. Or if you're in the area, come visit us in person. I was going to try and just go through this without any notes, but I didn't want to leave anything out, so I thought I'd better write it down. Um, So many, or most of you probably know, (sighs) (laughs) this is why I wrote it down, that um, I lost my mom to cancer a few years ago. So that was both the most challenging time I have faced, but at the same time, it was one of the times that I felt so extremely blessed. I was raised in a Christian home and also married into a Christian family, and I've always felt very blessed to be surrounded and supported by family with strong values. However, I don't think I truly knew the value and understood this just how much until mom was diagnosed. Prayer has always been very important to our family and especially mom. Family and friends started meeting weekly at mom and dad's house to pray with them. This not only continued through mom's entire battle, but it still takes place every Thursday now with dad. Um, Some people show up to participate in person and pray while others call via conference call. I honestly can't imagine going through something so terrible without our faith or the love and support of so many people. Mom's chemo treatments took place in Sioux Falls, which meant long car rides with her feeling pretty terrible. One thing that helped her pass the time was her favorite Christian radio station on Sirius XM. We always had to take Dad's truck so she could enjoy her music. This was also a bonus because it drove my brother Johnny crazy. He did not have the same, same taste in music as mom. Every treatment caused more problems for her. Mom never handled chemo well at all. Every treatment caused serious side effects, ruptured colon, which meant emergency surgery, blood clots, rapid heart rates, neuropathy, breathing issues. It all usually sent her to the ER and sometimes a return trip back to Sioux Falls. One night after one of her treatments, we ended up all night in the ER. I was exhausted, feeling defeated, and I remember finally getting released the following morning and driving home and looking at her, and she was just sitting over there with that quirky smile, her half smile. And I just asked her how she could still be smiling, and she just said that she was just thankful because she got to go home. This time we didn't have to go to Sioux Falls, and she... She was just so thankful. She was always thankful for the slightest blessing in the middle of devastating times. I didn't know how she did it. And then when we got home, I remember going into the room she was sleeping in. She had moved to the guest room so that she didn't wake dad at night when she was up all the time. So she was in the guest room and there was two beds in the guest room. And I just remember going in there and she had completely covered with books, letters, prayers, her rosary, and her Bible. She prayed a lot and she read a lot. And I believe this is where she found her strength and her peace. Mom's health continued to decline 
We all started taking turns staying with her and dad. Along with me and my siblings were mom's sisters, my aunts. I can't believe how truly amazing they all were. So many days were spent together. They all helped us in any way they could. I remember feeling so very blessed to have them just be there. They're always so positive, supportive, and always praying. This is one of the things I truly miss the most. In September, I think it was September, we found out there would be no more chemo. I think she got through her treatments, but we just found out it was not working. A few weeks later, we decided to look into hospice. We decided we wanted to see if we could care for mom at home with their help. This is when I remember feeling truly terrified. I'd always had hope and never really thought we would end up where we were. Mom would have a few bad days, but almost always kept her sense of humor. She had a sense of humor and just a sense of peace. She was always cracking jokes. She was always comforting us when she was the one going through so much. We had a lot of long talks and just tried to spend as much time with her as we possibly could. One night, we even got to have a slumber party with her. All six of us kids slept in the same room, and we talked and laughed and just wanted to make sure we asked her as many questions as we could. I remember asking her how she always came up with all these ideas she had for Christmas. Our Christmases were always so much fun. She came up with all these goofy games that, like pool noodles and balloons into the laundry baskets and scavenger hunts that ended up with nativity scenes for all of us. And I think she made dad do all the scavenger hunts to make sure they worked out before. Um, but I, I couldn't figure out how she ever came up with those because it's not something she, first of all, she just had a flip phone. She never used the internet. She didn't Google things. Um, so I asked her, I'm like, how do you come up with all this? Because I'm starting to think, how are we ever going to do this without her? And um, she said it just comes to her when she prays. She prays every morning, and um, these ideas would just come to her, and she would just take notes throughout the year, and she just put together these amazing times for us. Um, and then I just let her know that it just wasn't ready for her to go. Um, I didn't know how things would ever just be fun without her. Um, she took care of everything. Um, and she just told me, she just said, well, for, she just told me I needed to start reading my Bible. She said, I don't know what else to do to help you, but you need to read your Bible. But one other thing that would really bother her is she was missing church. Um, her priest would come and pray with her but she wanted mass. So Father Brian would come over to the house and we would all get together in the living room and we would have mass together. It was amazing. We had our whole family, extended family. We just packed the house and all prayed and um, had mass. It, I was just so thankful that in the middle of such a horrible time, we were all still so truly blessed. Mom stayed with us for just a short time after that, never losing her sense of humor, continuing to try to prepare and comfort us. And she was all still so very ready and just at peace. I remember sleeping on the couch next to her one night. She woke up and she just looked at me and she's like, I'm still here. Which I was very happy, but she just said, I just know I missed a party last night. So I was heartbroken and I was angry. 
And I would try to read my Bible like mom said, but I just couldn't seem to stick with it. Our first family vacation after mom had passed away was tough. Um, there was lots of tears, short stories shared about mom. Um, and as I had mentioned earlier, my brother didn't appreciate her music. And that particular trip, both my brothers, Johnny and Jake, brought their boats because there was a lake in this cabin that we stayed at. And Jake, on, in his boat, we could listen to all kinds of music, every station he wanted. But in Johnny's boat, the only station that worked was the Christian radio station. Because all he could listen to was the music that um, he at one time hated, but now I think even he likes. It reminds us of mom, and it reminds us of her personality, her fun sense of humor, um, just how blessed we were to have her as our mom. Um, my sisters and I would continue to try and share stories, try and make mom's recipes. Some worked, some didn't. Um, and just share different things about mom. And one of the things my sister Tammy had found was a letter that mom had wrote, and it was before she was even sick. Um, Tammy had a bad day at work. She was a nurse, and she had called mom, and mom was not home. So mom responded to her with a letter, and she shared that with all of us just so we could have more things to remember mom by. In the letter, mom had written, so sorry I wasn't home on Saturday when you called and needed to talk. I do know that our Father in Heaven is always available to listen to your prayers when moms aren't close by. So even after mom was gone, she was still giving us the advice that we needed, letting us know that we need to pray and that when she wasn't going to be there, God was. Um, Shortly after going through this, um, the, the same mom passed away in October, and I remember going through these things. It was probably around November, Christmas time, December, and that was right around the time Pastor Quam would hand out the Bible reading plans for a year. Um, I had tried this before, I just didn't ever stick to it. So I finally had a plan that I was going to try and stick to, and after that first year, I, I stuck to it. I, I read my Bible through that first year. I got up every morning, and I, had, um, I was able to start my day in the Word and with God. And um, it was the best decision I've ever made. I get up every morning. I've done it every year since. Um, I look forward to starting my day in this way. Most days, I feel like my time is cut too short. There's so many things to pray for and not enough time to fit it all in. I find myself now praying in the car when I'm cleaning, making dinner. There's always something to be thankful for or somebody to pray for. Um, and then this year for Christmas, I was blessed again by one of my coworkers. She brought in a um, Christmas present for me, which was kind of out of the blue. And um, it was a devotional, which... I thought was really neat, and um, she told me just with all the things going on, she thought it would be nice if we all read our devotionals in the morning, and it would be like we were praying together before we went to work. So this is a, another good addition to what I've already been doing, but um, 
I've just found that it has just helped me keep a good perspective and just given me the things I need and strength and peace when I need it the most. So my prayer for everybody here is that in trying times that you will still be able to count your blessings and read your Bible. So, thank you. Hey friends, Pastor Luke here. Thanks so much for tuning in. I trust that you've been blessed by our message from God's Word today. Hey, we'd love to connect with you more. If you have comments or questions, you can email me directly at pastorchellog at gmail.com. That's Pastor K-J-O-L-H-A-U-G at gmail.com. As we wrap up our time together today, please receive this benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you his peace. Amen. Amen.